Attention, ladies and gentlemen, listeners. This is JD representing the How It Stack Show, and I'd like to take this time to talk to you about some of the language that we're going to use on the show. It tends to get a little graphic and out of control at some times, so this is for, you know, you at home with sensitive ears. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another awesome edition of How It Stacks. I'm JD. And I'm Willis. And it is going to be glorious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a funny story. I actually taught my son to do what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Does I'll he, record it great. and try to show you guys later. It's fantastic. I, it's I awesome. think the whole, whole, the whole world great. needs to hear that. <laughs> my thing with you is, oh, man. <laughs> like, my sister. My sister's got my son saying, uh, what's up, homie? <laughs> wow, that's dog. great. Geo can do bones with the explosion at the end. <laughs> He's like, awesome. dap, and he'll do this. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's freaking glorious, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, oh. So, anyway, yeah. welcome back to the show, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we're back. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we you know, had, a little bit of, had a little bit of a brain fart there, but, you know, it's happening. Yeah, well, we're you know we're all getting drunk and you know we've we're been just catching up with each other. It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Just getting along. How you been, JD? Man, uh, doing. I don't. I'm all right. You know, a lot of stuff going on, uh, working, and a lot of stuff outside of working. So, been doing well, man. Um, little kid turns two soon. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then having to like research the topic for this one took it took yeah took some planning. <laughs> this is true. I, I've I've had as as you guys know I've had kind of a uh, at least. Last weekend, I had an insane weekend. Uh, I turned, uh, I, I had a birthday about a, a little more than a week ago. Like Nickelback. And, uh, yeah. Uh, had a, uh, had a birthday, a little uh, inside joke. Uh, <laughs> had a birthday a little while ago, and, uh, and that night wound up getting blurry and fuzzy. And uh, I spent rowdy. several days recovering. Uh, but, uh, and, and I had the pleasure of having Bulldog and JD along with me to document the, uh, to document the debauchery. It was, uh, <laughs> not that there was any debauchery between the three of us. Oh no, but, no, no. but there for clarifying, <laughs> but we, there was, apparently there was some dot debauch, debauchery, debauchery after or yeah. sometime during that night. Oh yeah. Now it was, uh, it was ridiculous. Uh, just a, a long blurry fuzzy night and I wound up spending, a solid two days recovering from that, and then I had gigs yeah, all week, yeah. and I've just been exhausted, man. I've, this is my first day off in a long time. Yeah, I think this is a – I definitely, like, chilled a lot today, man. I definitely <laughs> – yeah. this was an off day for me. And it's unusual for me to have an off day and then re, and then for us to have the show. So it's yeah. really, like, weird. It's yeah. like, should I take a nap? Should I not take a nap? I mean, I don't know what to do. This is how I feel on most times we record, because I'm yeah. usually off the day we record. Yeah, and it's like, I feel bad for you then. Yeah, it's like, yeah. But it's complete backwards. Like, you had my role today, and I had yours. Like, yeah. I got off at, like, 7.45. And you're, like, rushing home. Hey, honey. Delicious. So then you change. I'm like, pasta vazool. Oh, yeah. That's so good. This fucker can cook. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I cooked dinner for uh, uh, for JD and his family. Oh, so you, yeah, we you we invited dinner. you. Yeah, yeah. I we got, invited you, but you were I got, working. I got home like seven forty five. So. And his wife, quote unquote, wanted to eat Whoa. dinner with him. What is hey, the quote wait, unquote wait, wait, wife wait a thing? Now. Hold on. That's a le- that's a legitimate marriage. Uh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a legitimate strategy. Anyway, yeah. So uh, I had a little extra time today, so I I, I whipped up a a batch of my uh, my awesome seafood pasta that uh, you know 
And I always make way too much, just like a lot of other people yeah. do. So I just brought a giant bowl of it over there and sat oh, around see, and ours ate was and leftovers. TV. We oh, we yeah. made pasta visible. We made enough for. I can't even um, pronounce that. It just sounds I like can't... pasta bullshit. <laughs> 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 it's uh, it, it it ends up being pasta with with beans. I think that's what it ends, uh, technically is, but it's it's you make your own. So, so it's is, like Hispanic pasta. What? Isn't that what means? It's, wow. it's Mexico. So pasta. horrible. <laughs> uh, anyway, we made a ton and had we we froze individual uh, quart sized bags and it was enough for oh, yeah. our family to thaw a quart and yeah. make a dinner. So That's it, really it, cool, it makes man. good leftovers. Yeah, awesome, dude. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, you know, uh, apart from that, how have you been for the last week or so? Uh, super busy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, busy is a good word. I finally, <laughs> um, by the time this airs, the video should be up, so check my YouTube channel if you like Five Iron Frenzy. If you don't, you should. If you still don't, you suck. Uh, <laughs> go check it up. I wow. recorded. Who's horrible now? I just suggest <laughs> that beans can't be in pasta because of ethnicity <laughs> crossings, and you hate people for not liking your music. <laughs> ethnicity is going to be the name of our next band. Yes. Yeah, I, I <laughs> fucked that up. I anyway, uh, I recorded their entire concert at uh, Center Stage in Atlanta and just posted it to YouTube. Hell yeah. Well, I'll have to check that out. Currently in the process of posting, and it's been posting for 13 hours. So oh, hopefully wow. it'll be done soon. Damn, yeah. gotta oh, yeah. love, uh, gotta love the bandwidth. Yeah, and Well, it's a, it's an eight gig file, so oh, uploading damn. that takes forever. Anyway, I cannot believe I got that word wrong on the side. Like <laughs> ethnicity. Ethnicity. There it is. There okay. you go. Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> father of person guy. Damn, <laughs> I fucked that up. Anyway, so this is our, uh, this is our first, our, our first podcast about. Literature, literature, literally literature. Wow, I'm just stumbling all over the place. <laughs> literally, l- fuck it. It's, See, it's we, a book. We, you know, we we were sitting there and we were talking. And I was like, okay, we've done we've done movies, we've done video games. Yeah. You know, we haven't done a book yet or a series of books. And so let, let me ask you, what I mean, what kind of books do you read? Do you read often? Uh, actually, man, um, surprisingly, I do. Uh, what got me back into reading? It's so sad that it's surprisingly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We've come to that day and yeah, age. We have. Um, <laughs> you know, it uh, it originally back in the day started with comic books. Uh, yeah. And then you know I picked up the topic that we're going over tonight. Um, and then uh, you know, just here and there books. Um, I really got into comedy reading. Um, yeah. About two to three years ago, one of my favorite books, which actually like I think is a great self help book, is called Assholeology. Yeah, and it's it's like it's about how to like navigate through life and get the things that you want. You know, yeah, that's a great book. But this uh, isn't uh, this isn't actually reading, but there's a book that uh, that I picked up from the library last week. Uh, it's a Dimitri Martin book. It's called Point Your Face at This. Yeah, that and guy is amazing. Oh yeah, but it's all drawings. It's all pictures. And they're hilarious. It sounds funny. You man. can burn through the book in in you know, in a a, a decent sized deuce. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you can get through the book pretty quickly. In a in a in a what is it? What did you have for dinner tonight? <laughs> Pasta bazooka. In one of those. <laughs> Maybe so. Anyway, um, but no, I mean, so like, what else? I, I like to read comedy. I, I definitely was uh, was involved in the Harry Potter craze. I did yeah. wait in line at midnight to get books. Uh, the final book. Um, I have yet to read a single Harry dude, Potter novel. Dude, they're great. They're yeah. they're great. My wife just finished all seven yeah. recently. They are oh, yeah. they are great. Um, you know, I, I do like the comedy books. I like a lot of I like science fiction reading. Yeah. Um, I am, but I am extremely fickle with with what I read. And it's not, so uh, so yeah. Say if I had to give you know, if you had to give me your top three books, like your three favorite books, the ones that you'll read again and again. Okay. Oh man, that's tough, dude. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna you know, let you talk to Bulldog. No, uh, uh, well, how about you? What do you like to read? 
Uh, when I do read, it's usually um, action related or like knowledge learning. I, yeah. I don't even. I read a lot of. I don't consider them books, but I, it's like blogs and and posts about learning things. Just because I'm, yeah. I'm always trying to learn something new, whether it's audio production, video production, photography, yeah, something media related, typically. But I like reading a lot of, um, not technical technical specifications, but actual. Yeah building upon knowledge yeah uh, if not something um action-based I, I think i would like the hunger games i haven't read it yet yeah um but i did like the most recent book that i can remember reading was actually through audible so hate me if you want i'm not actually reading <laughs> but it was one of the uh one of the halo novels oh yeah those were I've, really good they I've, are i've heard they are people are like oh you, you, you're a halo nerd and i'm like no they're actually just yeah. really good books they so, are uh, all right so i've got i've got a i got four Okay. Okay, so, and you're going to laugh at one okay. of these. I fucking did. All right, so um, I have Harry Potter book seven. That was my yeah. favorite of the series. I mean, and I caught a lot of shit for picking that. As I remember when that craze was going on, yeah. you know, it wasn't the most loved book, but I, I, I truly love Harry Potter book seven. I, I've read it like twice, listened to it on the audio tape countless times. Oh, yeah. Um, I love the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, it's a great book. That's a great breed, dude. It really, oh, yeah. really is, man. It's been a while since I've read that one. I'm going to have to go back and read that one yep. again. And then I got... Um, or that, that five. <laughs> that yep. series, and then uh, and then I got this is a weird. Now this is a book I think you're gonna laugh at. Okay, so I had a pretty t- tough upbringing around my teenage years between like 13 and like 19. Because you're from the streets, bitch. Kinda, I guess you could say that. <laughs> that's that's about accurate. Anyway, so this book is called Run Baby Run. It's by an author called like Nikki Cruz, I think is the guy's name, and he actually started off as like a uh, you know he came into the New, New York area. Um, and then he ended up joining like one of the like baddest fucking gangs in that town, you know, and was like their leader for the longest time. One of and... the gangs of New York, is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's 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 side. about his story, and then like he ends up realizing like through, you know, like that there's more to life than just that, and he doesn't want to live that lifestyle anymore. So he ends up like going on, he gets saved, and it talks about his like trying to cope with that lifestyle after the fact and bring his buddies from that lifestyle to yeah. to that to the to the lifestyle like the faith and, and, and you know that you know oh, yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can't laugh at that because I'm just not familiar with it. But, but. I, I I say that because like I I, I, I I think that the perception of me wouldn't be the guys <laughs> like J D reads inspirational Christian books. <laughs> That's weird. Um so uh that one and um I, it's it's a toss dude I I haven't started Game of Thrones, but I've listened yeah. to them on audio tape. I love them, um, oh, yeah. and, and then obviously Lord of the Rings. So those books would fight for my for my fourth. Spot. See, I don't I don't know if I could get into the Lord of the Rings series. It's just it, the the fantasy novels just don't do it for me. Like you know, dragons and knights and shit. Yeah, it's just not my game. I, I don't know. I I read them when the actually when the movies came out. I had a yeah. job that was a pretty sweet gig. Whether I lived or I lived, I worked at a. Uh, a lounge essentially so i was the cook for a lounge which in case you don't go to lounges very often you usually go there to drink um, yeah and you don't order food very often so i would have a 12-hour shift and probably cook or make four meals yeah uh so i read a lot uh, oh, yeah. including the lord of the rings which i probably read all three in about a i don't know probably three weeks yeah one per week Jesus. Just, I, I had nothing to do. Like, yeah. A ticket would come up and go, okay, sandwich. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Five minutes later, sit back down and read my book. Because yeah. so, it was a 12-hour shift from like morning <laughs> when I'm hoping there aren't a lot of people in there drinking yeah. Uh, to yeah. you know late evening. And that's when it kind of picked up. It, four is a way under-exaggeration. But it, oh, yeah. for a 12-hour shift, it was 15, maybe 20 meals. I mean, it, yeah, it, it wasn't like a that. lot. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I've seen, yeah. Especially it's, if you're prep cooking and shit like that. Yeah, come on. 
I go through I go through phases where I read a lot, and then I'll go through phases where I won't pick up a book for ages. Yeah. Uh, some of my favorites. Uh, I recently restarted reading the Dexter series, which if you've never read the books, they're amazing. Fantastic books, completely different from the TV show. Oh, so Dexter, are they? Are they yeah. Is the show actually based on it, or is it like really, it's, really loosely based? It's on loosely it? based. It's it's almost like they they split reality at the first novel. Like the first novel, okay. kind of ties into the first season, but about halfway through, it splits off and it goes into something completely different. And from that point on, the books are very little like the TV show. Okay. Uh, Apart from that, uh, I like uh, when I'm uh, well. I'm mean, talking about fiction. Uh, I'm a big fan of Michael Crichton. Uh, I liked. Uh, I really like Jurassic Park and The Lost World. If you've never read those, those are fantastic. Uh, are we talking about the what? Jeff Goldblum novels? Or are we talking about the <laughs> the actual books? No, uh, no, those are the Samuel L. Jackson movies, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, see what else? Uh, one of my my longtime favorites was always uh, Forrest Gump. And the sequel, Gump and Company, if you, if, for those of you who don't know, there is a sequel. Uh, and both of those are really, really fantastic. And they're actually written by a guy that lives in Fairhope. Uh, uh, Winston Groom lives in Fairhope. No shit. Yeah, like maybe you know 30 minutes away. That's pretty crazy. Uh, as far as non, uh, nonfiction goes, I've got two. Uh, well, I really like the uh, uh, – going back to fiction, I really like the South Florida writers, guys like uh, Carl Hyacin, Dave Barry. They've just got this really unique kind of style that I really like. It's really funny stuff. Uh, nonfiction, I'd say my favorite authors are probably uh, Mary Roach, who wrote uh, – Who? these are – it's it's nonfiction, and it's it's kind of science-y type stuff, but it's written in a real humorous way. Uh, she had a book called Stiff that was about uh, cadaver research. Then uh, she had another one that was about the science of sex and another one that was uh, the science of sending people into space – then she, uh, there's another guy named A.J. Jacobs who does uh, what they call participatory journalism, kind of like uh, uh, the 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 supersize me guy, where he spends you know 30 days or a year doing something and then he'll write about it. Yeah, he's I like that dude. Uh, he's got a couple of really cool uh, a couple of really cool books. So you know that's that's Willis's recommended reading. <laughs> We've got T-shirts, we have oh, bands, and now you. we have a book club. Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> this is going to be great. So I, we've had, honestly, we have probably beaten the horse into the ground at this point. Oh, right? you know, so, I feel like you know it's our first book podcast. It is. You know, we, need, need, to, to, we yeah, need to preface we're, it a little we're bit. We're definitely setting it is. The tone. It is getting about time to reveal the episode, though, right? So. so. Without any further ado. I'll tell you what, hey, you know what? Let's let Bulldog do it. Yeah, you know what? That's We've right. never let you do the big reveal. So I'm going to drop the mic and walk away. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about this week, Bulldog? Goosebumps. Goosebumps. <laughs> oh, man. I've been working on that all day. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you do that, like I hear that, I, I think of this guy. <laughs> One. Ah, ah, ah. The ah, count? Ah. He's <laughs> dead now, too. No. Ah. Uh, uh, sad. Uh, uh, that's How many terrible. puppies did you kick? One. Uh, 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 uh. How many Cheerios did Jared piss on? 
one. Ah, ah. Man. Anyway, yeah, we're so we're talking about goosebumps this week. Ah, and uh, <laughs> I'll do that. The that's gonna be the, yeah, it's gonna be the running joke throughout yeah. the entire show. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're talking about goosebumps. Uh, this was huge when I was a kid. Dude, this, the, the hype around this shit was nuts, man. Oh yeah, me and my friends had uh, we we had bragging rights when one of us got the book got the new book first. And yeah. here, here's what's crazy, and and uh, and y'all can obviously feel free to chime in, but this got huge without really the internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just it wasn't like it is now where you can follow them on the tweeters and you can like, you know, share a link on Facebook and you can like the new Harry Potter page. I mean, this shit was word of mouth, old yeah. school, old fashioned like, hey, go fucking read this book. And a big a big part of it was the cover art. And the cover art on these books is always really really Yeah, cool. they, they were neat, man. Um so the book series came out in 1992. And shortly after they came out, it was already selling a million copies a month. By the mid-90s, it was selling four million copies a month. Dude, I'm, I, like I said, I, I – there we go again. So if you're playing along at home, <laughs> that's three shots and the course of 30 seconds. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I do remember these, like you said, as a kid, and it was just ridiculous. I remember people running to school like, hey, did you get volume 19? Look, yeah. I didn't know they were past 15. Oh, it was huge. You know, and – being left behind and book reports on these. Like, I, mm. I feel so bad for the faculty <laughs> of, of our schools <laughs> because when this shit got, when it launched, everybody did a book report on oh, Goosebumps. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> you did it either Ninjas or Goosebumps, yeah. right? Like, that's your two choices, Ninjas oh, yeah. or Goosebumps. Now, these things were huge when we were kids. And, I mean, they were all over the bestseller lists, bestsellers for children, uh, like I said, I mean, millions and millions of copies and things. And R.L. Stein, the author, like, you know, some some authors will only write one book a year, you know, or maybe two a year. He was writing two of these books a month. Yeah, and that, that says a lot about his, like, creativity. I mean, we we have the books here in front of us. So, I mean, this is this is what he's writing right there. And that's yeah. not counting the, the they, shit they that clock he's in about out. 120 pages a piece. Right, so this is that's a pretty good size book for for adults. If you still, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're reading 240 pages a month, yeah, I mean that's pretty intense. Not to mention what we cut out and edit, and, you know, and size up to fit the book. So yeah, I mean, you know, the he wrote 62 of the original Goosebumps series. The total, the total, like that's the original series, just plain old Goosebumps. Everything under the Goosebumps title. 164 books. Holy crap. That's not including Fear Street. That's not including any of the other stuff he did. That's just under the Goosebumps that's, line. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's not even crediting, like, the TV show where he had a part in that and yeah. all that bullshit. Um, what's Which, nuts, it's just, it, it blows my mind at how big these things got. Because they weren't, like you said, they're not, they're very much not Harry Potter. Harry Potter yeah. is the tale of, of these kids over... X amount of books. These are individually different stories all the time. Yeah. Every story, every book has different characters yeah. with the exception of a couple where they did sequels. Yeah. It's like monster blood, like 
87 or some shit. But it, it's it's so that's where the rest of the 141 came from. Oh no, yeah. there, well there, there was yeah, only the only ones I remember. Was. There were you know the most he would ever do on a single series was like a trilogy. Yeah, and it would be the same premise like the kid yeah. who got out of it the first time and get, yeah. But it was it's I mean you're talking 164 titles of individual stories. I mean I'm pretty sure today you can stack that against like yeah. you know the Dean Koontz and those big big yeah. authors. I'm not sure they have 164 books under their name. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so kudos to that guy. Now, as far as, like, its impact on me as a kid, I mean, like, we, you just hit the nail on the head. You were considered, like, in the uncool crowd if you could yeah. not speak to <laughs> and mm. know what volume 19 of Goosebumps oh, yeah. was. It was it was a it was a race to get to the bookstore. That's how yeah. big these were. I remember, like, you know, there's another shot. <laughs> rushing home from the bookstore with my mom or running over to the bookstore and, be, and, and picking up the, the I think it was the yellow book with the scarecrow on it yeah um and, and reading the shit out of that book yeah you know and that's another thing is I, I it seemed like it seemed like back in the day these were a lot it, it took a lot longer to finish these books like these days I can sit down and I can finish it in one sitting yeah well as um, an adult, they just read differently. Yeah. You know, I mean, as a kid, it, it's you feel like you're on a journey as an adult. It's almost like, I don't know. Yeah, well, you don't want to get into too much of the as an adult thing right now anyway. But, uh, you know, like I said, just going going back to how big these things were, I mean, you know, it, it was translated into 32 different languages. The TV show was the number one kids show in the U.S. for three straight years. Which is fucking nuts. R.L. Stein himself, like yeah, like I said, 162 in the Goosebumps, What's, um, 164 in the Goosebumps series, 256 total by R.L. Stein. Yeah. What what year did the did the show run? Do we have that factor? In I don't have that one right on me now. Okay, keep going. I'll, I'll look it up. But uh, yeah, and actually, I mean, yeah, Fear Street had about 100 novels, sold more than 80 million copies. The guy is an insanely successful writer. And he's still writing to this day. And he's, uh, I want to think, yeah, I want to think uh, the thing I said, uh, I looked up said that he was born in like the 40s. So he's getting on up there, but he's still writing. He's been writing books since he was nine years old. Or, well, he started writing at nine years old. I, I doubt that his first book was published then. Yeah. But just insane. Uh, and uh, like the, the, the books seem to form, uh, seem to follow kind of a formula. I don't know if you guys noticed this in y'all's research, but it seemed to me like there was a there was a formula. You start out, you know, with a chapter or three of just you know the the characters talking and you know trying to give you some kind of character development backstory. Then it gets into you know the kids are separated, taken out of their hometown or something like that, taken away from their folks, and then scariness ensues. Oh yeah. I, I, I can't because I, I I know me and if I go too far into that I will totally ruin the oh, second yeah. part of the show. <laughs> well, let's uh, do a throwback for a second. I just looked it up. Uh, Goosebumps premiered at least in '95. Talking about the TV show? Yeah. Okay. So let's. You said it was the the number one kids show for three years. Running? That's according to that's according to Wikipedia. Okay. So take it if, with a grain of salt. If yeah. those sources are right, that that coincides with our previous episode. Of X-Men. Of X-Men. Really? And that's insane if that's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't... Uh, I, like, I'd have to look it up. My, I might look that up on the break and see if it was actually there. We've all but conferred. Yeah. That. I mean, we... I, I found the list we you were, were talking about. Yeah. yeah. But... 
All right, I mean, all right. Sorry, mind see, I don't blown. even remember like, the TV show. Insert explosion. I remember yeah. the TV show, dude. Mind I, blown. I, I think the intro today like just fucking cracks me the fuck up. But the uh, I remember the show, man, and it, it was big. I remember them advertising it like Goosebumps Saturday, you know all that yeah. shit. So we we've talked a lot about you know what it meant, yeah, right, and 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 as per how it stacks. You know, continuity. We yeah. have to do a special segment. We always, yeah, we, we always do some special segments. And uh, and I, I think this one's going to be a lot of, this lot actually, of fun. Actually, uh, I'm glad you brought up the TV show because the first one of these uh, of uh, our, our little versus segments, as we call them, has to do with the TV show. So... Goosebumps versus Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's, now that's, Which eventually we're going to have to do an episode on Are You Afraid of the I Dark? I can't wait for Are You Afraid of the Dark. <laughs> so, true story. Are you, I, and I don't mean to steal the No, uh, no, go right torch, ahead. But go right ahead. True, um, I, I'm going with Are You Afraid of the Dark on this one. Yeah. Because I, I remember a specific episode in that where they were telling this like ghost story and it basically everybody died and they didn't really know how it happened because all the doors were locked from the inside of yeah. this place and these tools were it just was a creepy ass episode yeah and i remember like <laughs> being freaked the hell out for years because of this yeah. episode like i would go to bed and i'm hearing like what the fuck is that noise <laughs> are the doors locked can they climb in through the floor <laughs> like oh shit like little like Visibly shaken over that episode, and it's a kids show. So, yeah. are you afraid of the dark? You win against Goosebumps. I am right there with you. I still, re- I don't remember any sh- any any episode. Almost said show that doesn't make sense. I, yeah. I don't remember any specific episode directly, but I still remember the weird intro with the candle and the yeah the ghost storytelling around the campfires and everything else. And it just, I still remember being are creeped you out. Afraid of Holy the shit! Dark. I might have just remembered. <laughs> hey, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is. No, I, I think I did. It is hate, dude. It's not. <laughs> is it really? Oh, that's great. Because <laughs> I remember, I'm like, yeah. Are you afraid of the dark? It's got the hot blonde chick who's married to Ben Stiller. <laughs> no, it's new no. every time. So. It's it's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, so I mean, see, for me, I think that's part of the reason why <laughs> why I do agree with you on this, and part of it is because I didn't really watch the Goosebumps TV show yeah. back in the day. I did see more of the Are You Afraid of the Dark because it was put into that big Nickelodeon lineup yep. with Hey Dude and uh, yeah, and the crazy part is we're talking <laughs> about being... the scary show Hey Dude. Well, <laughs> well I mean, uh, well, see, there, there was a big lineup on Nickelodeon back no, in the day. I remember it was, like, it was Snick. Hey Dude and uh, what else was it? Uh, Clarissa explains it all. Pete and Pete and Pete. And Pete. Yep. And uh, uh, they, uh, they the, sandwished it, it like right after, or right Alice before and the. Mac. Uh, Remember that? Was that? Yes. Yeah. Right? The, uh, it was, uh, they did the, uh, like Strange all World that. of Allison Mack or yes. something weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. And See, but it, 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 but it was all those live so action good. shows back to back yeah. to back to keep kids inside and safe on Saturday nights. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I, I I really have to pull my vote away because <laughs> I apparently can't fucking remember. <laughs> so okay, are you afraid we of say the Saturday nights. I remember watching this in the afternoon. Yeah, I that, think it got syndicated. Did it ran okay. through the week? See, okay. Because I, I kind of remember it being around like four or five o'clock. Something like it, it, that. Dude, it easily could. Like, I know for a fact that they, they had Are You Afraid of the Dark on Saturday nights. Okay. Because there was Snick. Yeah. Saturday night. Nick. Yeah. Snick. Oh, they're geniuses. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but I also remember Goosebumps airing during the week and, like, in a specific time frame because yeah. you and I both know that they can't air something throughout the week 
you know, a new episode every day. Yeah. So it, it had to have been an yes, original. Yes, you can. <laughs> Maybe if it's like a Dragon Ball Z where there's 240 episodes. Oh, yeah. But with this, it wasn't like that. But anyway, I, I, I pull back my vote because I am quite <laughs> obviously fucking lost <laughs> on what, hey, dude, <laughs> and are you afraid of the dark? Shitballs. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Fuck. How the fuck can you get those? I don't confused? fucking know because they scared me, man. I was afraid of our like, hey, dude, freak me the fuck out that one episode. <laughs> fuck y'all. Uh, next, see, next one. That's fantastic. <laughs> so uh, this is this is going back to you know the the difference between today's you know children's you know, horror fantasy yeah, literature yeah, yeah. and and the stuff that we're talking about that we grew up on Goosebumps, Harry Potter versus Goosebumps. Now it's apples and oranges. It's completely different stuff. Yeah, but I, they're both fruit. We can do this. <laughs> I, I, can you mix them with alcohol and do they yes. work? <laughs> In that case, anything you mess with alcohol. <laughs> I do believe that Goosebumps was the Harry Potter of of that generation. Exactly. And, and people will argue with me all day long. It was a kid's book. I won't. The craze, <laughs> the craze behind this was yeah. very, very similar to that of Harry Potter. Now. Had this book, like Harry Potter, not been geared toward only children, I think yeah. it would have been yeah. that large. And that's and that's the difference, is that whereas Harry Potter is geared to be able to be read by adults, mm-hmm. this was specifically made for a very targeted age group. Right. And and it I he like, had he had Fear Street that was supposed to go for like nine to fourteen, yep. and then he had Goosebumps that was supposed to go for like eight to eleven or twelve. Yeah, I, I like I I truly believe that um that Goosebumps was our generation's Harry Potter, yeah. right? And and here's what makes I think Goosebumps. I'm trying to phrase this without sounding like just a total fucking <laughs> retard, but <laughs> Goosebumps, Harry Potter will not be Goosebumps, and Goosebumps will never be Harry Potter. And this is why these are 164 individual stories. Yeah, right. Harry Potter is seven books about the same kids. Yeah, right. So. This yes ran five times longer, you know. I mean, and they if, ran... if only if only J.K. Rowling took a took a page out of R.L. Stein's book, and it's like, you know what? I'm just going to put these books out like three chapters at a time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, then we would have never finished Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> They'd still be releasing that shit. Like, do you realize Order of the Phoenix is the size of a fucking dictionary? <laughs> Again, I never read them. All right, so to to, to answer the question, um, since the show is how it stacks, not. How it was meant, or yeah. whatever. I, I do have to go with Harry Potter on this one, just because um, I can read Harry Potter and and, and and I can I can see it, me yeah. reading it years and years from now and being yeah. all about it. That's, I, that that that'll be for like how will it stack? Yeah, right. You know? I also will say this: had we had the the social networking that we do now, I do think that this would be the Goosebumps would be a a very very strong competitor. For that title, yeah, or for or for the win in this category, and I I can't yeah I, I can't really put Harry Potter versus Goosebumps because like I said they're just so different. Yeah, they are. Very it's much it's so. a completely different thing. I, you know, Bulldog. No I, thoughts. It's hard to compare them, but if I man, I haven't actually. See, I'm comparing. I'm even getting even worse. I'm comparing Harry Potter movies to R.L. Stein books, like yeah, Goosebumps yeah. books, because I haven't I haven't read any of the Harry Potter series. Yes, yeah, me but, either. On, they're great, man. Along the same lines, I I would have to – man, it's two different mindsets because I've seen those as, as an adult. So yeah. I, I 
Yeah, I'll be honest, dude. I read the first Harry Potter book my senior year in high school. That was our book. We See, literally I think, chose Harry I, Potter. I think a better a better argument might be Goosebumps versus like Lemony Snicket or whatever the hell that was. See, I, I can't even read I can't even speak to those. Cause I didn't see the movies or read the books. I didn't know there were movies. Wait, no, there was a movie. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It Jim was. Carrey was yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I, I think we're more talking more talking about the craze ver- okay. than we are the act because that's the only fair way to do it. I mean, you guys yeah. both make very okay. valid if, points. If hell, I made craze, the point too. I, I go Goosebumps. I I will go hands down Goosebumps for craze. Yeah, and do you do you, do you say that because that. of the lack of the social networking that that, that they we didn't have back the, then? Because of the the fact what it achieved without social networking or any social media. Well, yeah, yeah, without traditional social media. I mean, you could you could have weird book clubs and whatever else, but yeah, the kids that age didn't. Well, kids I don't that age remember. didn't do it. I mean, it just you had some, but I they don't were the remember kids how school. I heard about it to begin with. Yeah, it I was have no idea how I got into it. I, I don't know if we should get into it, but I, I it had to be some kind of weird like scholastic. Um, and I mean the it's I, I actually mean scholastic. No, you're not joking. Like I think it, you guys remember the scholastic book fairs? Yeah. Was, oh was, yeah. Like I swear they probably like Arlstein probably paid somebody else <laughs> and was just like, hey, front page, right? Nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. I, because I, th- because there was no social networking. I mean they were they were good as a kid, but I don't know how they got that big. Because it's not and like see, that's the thing is it, oh when in it, my when school goosebumps were awesome it's like no the entire country went nuts over these things when it when it first started it wasn't even on Scholastic it was uh, it was on a publishing company started by R L Stein and his wife called Parachute Press and then it got picked up by Scholastic how quickly do we know that I don't know that we'll come back look we fact come checker back what yeah. happened yeah. Hey, I, <laughs> that's that's our so, conspiracy theory so, so yeah. I would say goosebumps so, like, you're, hands down, I would so say goosebumps. if we're saying the Harry Potter craze versus the goosebump craze. Now, I, I you say goosebumps, uh, uh, Professor Willis. If we're if we're going on if we're going on craze, I think I might. I don't know, man, because you know, I don't know. I could go either way on it. I, I'm gonna lean toward goosebumps based man, solely on the fact that, that I was a fanboy when I was a kid. Now, I, I will say this: if you, if you even want to compare it to the worldwide scale, you even said it yourself. Goosebumps was translated into 32 languages. Yeah. Right. I'd be willing to bet that Harry Potter has too, though, and, and if not more. But it, it's also got social networking, the internet. Yeah, it's, you can get it on. I could get it right now. Like yeah. I could, I could literally just sit here and in thirty seconds download that book. Yeah. So it it has to be in lots of languages. Oh yeah. yeah. The fact that they translated Goosebumps to thirty two. The fact, that, yeah, they were and they and they did this in the early nineties. And that's literally. I mean, there was and internet, but it was it, you, you ordered books on print. Like, I, yeah. I, I want to talk about like. Then I'm gonna just reiterate this point, and then we'll move on to the next topic. Is is 164 different stories as opposed to seven very specific stories about very specific character. Oh, I'm sorry. Seven books about the same character. Overall. Yeah. Right. right. So, I mean, kudos to Goosebumps for being able to generate that type of craze in a generation or a, uh, you know, a world where social networking, Facebook and Twitter did not exist. Yeah. So kudos to you, Mr. Stein. All right, the very last one before we move on to the break, and this is something I thought would be kind of cool, is what gives you goosebumps, right? What scares you? X-Men. No. Yeah. That's X- a throwback to last yeah. week. The guys who listen to the intro, I got goose pimples. <laughs> the theme to X-Men. Yeah. It gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, scary goosebumps? Wow. Um... I don't even – I can't think of the last time I was truly scared, but I I would have to say something like Freddy Krueger. Like, really? Me, it, 
That's... It still creeps me out that you can't get away from that guy. Like, you, yeah. if you fall asleep, he, you're his. Like, that's just, and you've got to fall asleep at some point. Like, I don't yeah. care how much, how much caffeine you drink. I don't care what you do. You, your body has to sleep, or it will, you, you'll die anyway. Like, yeah. yeah. Take your pick. I mean, given I would rather die from exhaustion than from Freddy Krueger in my dreams, <laughs> if I had a choice. But that, if anything that were, if anything was going to become real, that would scare the living piss out of yeah. me. Like, I, well, it yeah. just, I wouldn't know what to do. That's a good. That's a good one. See, I, I've got a couple. Like uh, when I was a little kid, I had a I had a an irrational fear of dogs. Like you know, like you know, I, I can't explain it. All I think dogs I, or no, no, okay. not not all dogs. Like you know, I, I wasn't Chihuahua? I wasn't shitting my pants every time I saw a Shih Tzu. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh fucking poodle oh god yeah it wasn't like that but you know like i would ride my bike around the neighborhood a lot you know you know big fucking dog in somebody's yard start barking and snarling at me and shit and i'd you know i'd get a little shaky might make a little mess down my leg you never know <laughs> that kind of thing happens sometimes but uh now when i when i was a kid i had a kind of irrational fear of dogs uh like i would get kind of jumpy around them the uh the I don't know. One of the one of the more terrifying like media things that I ever uh, that I ever had, the first Resident Evil game, hmm. the one inside the mansion, that one terrified me because we were always playing it late at night, like yeah. two three o'clock in the morning at my parents' house when we were kids, and it was a dark house. We'd get you know get done playing this game at you know three o'clock in the fucking morning, and then I have to move around the house all quiet in a dark house and can't turn on any lights or anything. Fucking terrifying when I was a kid. What about you? All right, so I have I have one that I'll, I'll like you know an adult fear right. Okay. So I don't know what it is, what the fuck happened, but I hear like I'll be laying in bed and I'm trying to close my eyes and I'm like I I hear noises and shit in the house. And I instantly think someone's breaking in my house, coming after my kid. I don't yeah. know why. It's it's a totally irrational fear, um, but I I literally it's like only, it's only irrational because you're on the third floor of an apartment building. Yeah, I know. With one with one heavily bolted door to get oh, in and no out of the shit, place. Oh no, shit, dude! It's got two. Like nobody's I, sneaking in a window. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about <laughs> thirty five foot ladder. You're at. Break the fucking window, Gia flips out. No, um, it, it's just I I hear noises and I instantly think something's going down. I don't know why. I just I just jump to that conclusion. Yeah, I'm not even gonna tell you about the weapon setup. I <laughs> see. I thought we were talking about like things that things that we perceive or inter- interact with that scare us. No, I'm yeah. telling you, dude. Like like yeah. noises and ghosts and oh, shit. Okay. Right. Like, yeah. well, the ghost is a secondary thing, but like. Noises in the home trigger a, a a fearful response, and then I start thinking about like demonic possessions and shit like that. Like I will straight up fucking tell you, I may not be the most religious person on the face of this earth, yeah. but like demonic possessions and those type shits literally freaks me the fuck out. Sorry. <laughs> oh god, that was my uh, that was my 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 sad attempt at backwards Latin. So and, this you is know. so this is a, I'll tell this story and then we have if to I go to spin break. my head around and spit green pea soup at you. That's then, what you did you know. at my house. Oh, so no, this is a true story. I remember <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night one night and and I remember like it was just hot and real dense and thick air and I wake up and I and I look over and I see this creature like kind of like you know stuck to the wall with their back to the wall. Yeah. Up in the corner of the ceiling, they're staring at me, and they were pale white with 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 black black hair, and they're just staring, yeah. and I and I can't move, and I feel like something's sitting on top of me, and I just I can't move. I'm awake, yeah. and I can't I can't get up, and I remember staring at it. Well, 
I close my eyes because, you know, that's what any grown man does. He's like, I'll just close my eyes and then when I open them up, it'll, it'll go, go away. Right? It'll go away. So I open my eyes and it's not there, but its eyes are bigger and red now. And then I'm like, well, I'll do what any grown man would do. And I pull the blanket over my head. You know, I'm like, and then I pull it back, and it's still fucking there. And then it crawls from the corner of the ceiling to overneath my, like, oh, not over, but above my bed, and spins its head around, right? <laughs> and all the while, it's getting, and I can't scream, I can't move, I can't get up. I'm just, I'm sunken in position. All I can do is move the blanket, and I just remember like being absolutely terrified, <laughs> right? And then, like, and then I remember like the it, the cloud, the room. My room stayed lit because of the street light, and I remember the street light just getting faded out by like black smoke. Then I woke up, or not, I didn't wake up, but then like I just literally forced my eyes shut, and I was like, "They can't kill me," <laughs> you know. And I just remember finally falling back asleep, and I woke up, and nothing was there. You want to talk about games? You reminded me of Condemned. I think it was Condemned, where you play a, a police officer. Yeah, that's actually based off a Clive Barker book. I okay, think. well. That was the first time I had surround sound, and I played it yeah. at like midnight, and that was the worst idea ever because it, <laughs> yeah. it really it utilized surround sound for the first time, or at least in in my experience, yeah. really well. So you're playing a police officer, and then you'll hear some crazed, drug rid, riddled uh, lunatic run behind you, and you'll hear his yeah. footsteps, and he'll like kick a can, and yeah. you hear it right there. Like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing like people can see this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pointing right behind me, like two feet behind me. So I yeah. literally I'm jumping and turning, and your flashlight flickers, and it just. Holy yeah. crap! I had to stop playing. I was like, "All right, I'm only going to play this at like I don't know two in the afternoon." Yeah, I'm yeah. Not that, doing that game night. was yeah. very free. I didn't play with a buddy, man. So the, uh, the first Silent Hill was like that for me too. So we, we you know, we've we've obviously have issues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, but I think we, we we gave out a good point. You know, I mean, everybody can be intimidated. Everybody can be freaked out. I don't give a shit who you are. Right? We yeah. can all get quote unquote goosebumps. And with that yeah. being said, let's pay them damn bills. Oh yeah. So thanks, you guys, for coming. We're going to take a short break, and we will be back in just a minute. My name is Willis. I'm JD. And this is How It Stacks. That's it. I'm there. Need more hi-hats. Yeah. Hey, hey guys. What's, uh, what's going on? Uh, what, what, dude, what? What? I, I, bass is, I mean, you know, Willis is over here, like, rocking the beats in my tweaked audio headphones, bro. I'm getting ready to drop a fat rocking beat, bro. Your what? My tweaked audio headphones. You know, premium headphones with a lifetime guarantee at a not-so-premium headphone price. I mean, yeah, they're man. awesome. Those actually sound pretty good. Yeah, bro. It's tweaked audio. You Can go I? to www.geek-io.com slash tweaked audio. It's freaking amazing. Get yourself a pair. But before before I get a pair, can I can I try your headphones? Yeah, of course. Willis? Yep. Lay that beat.
That's right. You heard the beer cracking, and we're releasing the cracking as we coming back from the break. Then we how it's stacking. I'm JD, <laughs> and I'm Willis. That's right. And you y'all. are white. <laughs> <laughs> For reference, we just watched some epic rap battles of history, yeah. and that's where that came from. <laughs> Has nothing to do with our. I thought that was no. pretty fucking creative. <laughs> no, I didn't think it was necessarily horrible. I just said that's where. It I came mean, from. I'm not calling Dr. Dre for my fucking record deal, but I think that was pretty creative. I'm just saying. He would be happy to sell you some overrated headphones. <laughs> oh! You know you're a gangster when you can get $200 for a $15 pair of headphones. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, so we're talking about Goosebumps. We're coming yes. back from the break, and we know now, at least that our fans should by now, what we do after the break, and that's we stack the show, right? Before yeah. we give our final decision on what we feel this uh, if Goosebumps stacks or not. Let's talk a little bit more about the show, right? Yeah. You know, individually, and then we can kind of give our opinion, right? So, see, like, I was I was dreading the research for this, because I knew I knew going into it that this this book, uh, these books did not target my demographic. With the They're white not, guy? Well, n- Why does it got to be like that, an bro? An old white guy. Uh, <laughs> a bearded white guy. Yeah. Uh, they they were not targeting me. They were targeting someone you know less than two decades you know you know around two decades younger than me. Right. So, I you know so I I had a really really hard time forcing myself to read these things, and I can honestly say I couldn't put the books down, but it's not because they were amazing or anything. It's because. I, I I knew he had to take a really long poop and they're just perfectly. <laughs> it was all that party and he was shitting out. Well, no, it's uh, it's uh, what it is. I knew if I put the book down, I wasn't going to pick it back up mid story. I had to sit down and read yeah. these things in one sitting. So to, just to chime in on that, man. So I, I did the same thing. Like I, I when I sat down to, to read these, I read them front cover to cover to yeah. whatever, right, front to back. Yeah. And then I've had one that I've had in my book bag that I've taken to work with me now for two weeks. <laughs> I've tried to read, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> and it's and it, and and I feel bad because it's it's I wanted to 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 read. I mean, like I wanted to read all. all I have like 50 books of these, yeah. you know, stored away. I wanted to read all of them, but it, I think it. You hit the nail on the head. It's just we're not the tar the 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 the. the Target demographic. God. There you go. Use your Damn. words. Holy crap! You pulled one off tonight. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah, fuck y'all. Um, but we're not, we're not its audience, you know. So yeah. it, it's it's it made it a little bit of a challenge for for how it stacks because we're not. I mean, a, a cartoon show is different. You yeah. know? A, a video game's yeah. different. Yeah. Um, a book, however, well, I don't know. I don't know that they're different because I. I can't sit down and watch Barney. Like, I mean, it's... Well, nobody it's, can, bro. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> my son can. He's two, and he can sit and watch that thing for hours. Geo. No, no, I don't want him to. He watches shit. it somewhere else. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm saying is, just because it's a TV show or a cartoon... Yeah, you make or, a good point. I'm wrong. You, <laughs> I mean, you, let, you, let him, you let him finish his point before well, you say that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's it's not that it's not the medium. It's it literally is just it's still sticking to the target demographic. The thing yeah. that I find odd is not odd. Just Kind of funny is I'm almost the exact opposite from what you guys have just said. I couldn't sit down and read the entire thing at one time. I don't know if it was yeah. time wise or I can't. I tried to read it while I was laying in bed before I went to bed, and I yeah. I just I fell asleep. Yeah, um, not because it it's seems a, to book, be a recurring just, thing. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty yeah. sure he was meant he was playing <laughs> Final Fantasy VII <laughs> while trying to read Goosebumps. While trying yeah. to read, uh, <laughs> it's like watching golf. Maybe I'm narcoleptic. Anyway, so I 
I didn't sit down and read through them all at one sitting, and I I actually did pick it back up and finish the book that I read. I only yeah. read one, but it took like four seconds. I only got through two. How many did you get through, J.D.? Two? Okay. Yeah. So I, I will say and we this. all read different ones, too. So I, I will say this. They do – the book – the author does a lot of things right yeah. from, from a writing perspective. Okay? Yeah. And and what they do is, is there is a um, – the feeling of suspense when you read these books. Yeah. Okay. You'll read a chapter and it ends on, you know, something grabbed your leg. Yeah. Right. But the very next line of the very next chapter is the reveal of, and it was her brother, Joey, who was having a, you know, and it just, it literally yeah. like it, it, it cheapens itself prematurely. I okay. Yeah. I only read one book, so I I can only go by this book because it's the only one I have fresh in my memory. But say cheese or die doesn't do that. Really? They're, I, well, I, they're the for one, I guess for one specific character that most of them yes, but there's one where a, a girl disappears. She literally they they take a picture of her in the picture she's not there, and she disappears for like four days. Really? And Are, it, now given it, the four days only take like three paragraphs, but she's like you see general general. Um, wow, I'm, it's contagious. I can't speak. <laughs> you see welcome. genuine concern from everyone involved, and it's not—it's not a well. They looked in all the bushes. They looked in the entire backyard, and the police officers couldn't find her, and she was hiding under the house. No, yeah. it was okay. We couldn't find her for four days. Like she literally yeah. disappeared, and they never—they never explained it. She literally just disappeared. Had no idea where she was from. And she reappeared four days later. Okay, and so I mean, it's gotta be a flux. It happens on occasion. Yeah. So it, there I, are times when they do it right, but for the most part, the rest of the entire book, it's just like what you were saying, where it's it's suspense build up till the next page. Yeah, and, then and, they and, that, the and that's and look, and I guess it's, it's fine for 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 that for the, the demographic, right? Yeah. And they also, you know, what's what's crazy, and we haven't hit on it yet. This is a very reminiscent of an M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, and that's right? actually that's I had the same observation while I was like, reading. Like it's it's very and, much the twist type shit that happens in and, these books. And also in the in the same vein of of being you know M Night Shyamalan, uh, the the twists feel forced. Yeah, it, it, to it, me, to <laughs> me, they feel really forced. And again, I, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't have that. I was in the age group at that time. What, when I finished reading them, I, I didn't feel as much they were for forced as like I, our culture is very jaded to to, to the twist. Thing yeah. Now, right. I mean, it, like I can watch all types of, of of TV shows, cartoons, and I see shit coming. Like I'm just, it's just. I You're guess. looking for it a lot because I'm, do I'm it looking so often. for it because right. it's done so much, right? Yeah. So when I went back and read these books, I'm like, "Eh, that's happening. That's going to happen. That's going to happen." Right? Thinking back to my mindset back then, you didn't think like that yet. So these were yeah. really intriguing twists. This, okay, I I think I read the perfect book then because uh, the perfect Gusmo's book because there wasn't a twist. Like I go back and read that book. There is not a twist. Really, it's about it's about an evil camera, and it is it literally the end of the book is the camera's evil. They tried to hide it away, and somebody else found it. So and like, it's kind of so, like a yeah. maybe to be continued thing. Here, here, here's two spoilers. If you haven't read the book since '92, <laughs> right? Uh, House of Dead. The the whole town is like a zombie town, right? Well, the the main character's family they leave, but as they're leaving, you know the little girl runs back to the house. Well, once she runs back to the house, she sees a character that she'd already killed in the book, like going through the same motions with a newer family moving into that house. That kind of makes sense. Okay, yeah, that's the twist. She sees the. Well, wait a minute, the, why why is this happening again? Right? 
the girl who cried monster or whatever that name, that title is uh they go through the whole book thinking that you know this guy here is the is the main villain of the book yeah he ends up coming over for dinner and you find out that her parents are the monsters and they're trying to kill this guy because he can only be like one set of monsters you know in this area at a time so right. the twist is she's actually the monster is going after this guy yeah i can't I'm, I'm, I, I just read this last week, and I can't think of a, a twist in that fashion. Like, the, literally, the whole thing is we found this camera. I take a picture, and something weird happens every time, and it's not good. A, a car – I take a picture of a brand-new car, and it's wrecked. Two days later, my dad gets in a wreck, and we all, we all almost die. I take a picture of a girl. She's not in the picture. She disappears yeah. for four days. Like, Which, weird – the only twist I can think of is, of is if you destroy the, the film before it happens, it doesn't happen. Or it it no longer is an issue. Like the girl. Yeah, I, I'm actually. You've got me intrigued enough to go back and read. Yeah. You should, actually, it's really okay. Do <laughs> 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 so go ahead and say it. It's say a, it. No, it's a really different experience that I had from what you guys are saying. Yeah. Um. It, I kind of want to go back and read one of the bad ones just to balance it out because I yeah. I enjoyed the overall story of this book. And I don't. I, okay. I'll just go into it. I I enjoyed the overall story, but I. Like I don't, I don't want to go back and read the entire series. Let, series? Series. JD. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked y'all up, didn't I? <laughs> I? I enjoyed the so, the story of say cheese or die or say cheese and die, but I don't I don't think I would, I want to go back and read all 165 yeah. million copies yeah. of books that he has. But I I kind of want to now just read one more just to see the the comparison because I didn't get any of the like the stuff you guys are talking about I didn't get I took yeah. yeah when I when I I remember like the majority of my time reading these books was spent going fucking end book fucking end 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 well, end the end, crazy end, part end, is end. I actually I I was remembering what I think and that's another thing is that man this is number four in the oddly series enough, this is early oddly yeah. enough I think I'm remembering uh, when I re- was reading this book when I remembered it in my head I remembered a different storyline like yeah. I remembered some of it but I remember a different storyline I think it was that's an Are is, You Afraid of the Dark the, story to the, be honest yeah and that's the thing is the evil camera idea has been done by other people well, in that same in that same I was time expecting frame. a twist like yeah. I, w- I actually I remember it in the story in my head as a kid I remember the story going oh they found this evil camera and it takes pictures and bad yeah. things happen and then at the end of the story they find a switch that goes from negative to positive and then good things happen like I remember <laughs> that being the end of the book and I finished the book and it literally is no the, the camera's evil and the two jerk bullies find it and they're like meh oh well <laughs> like, the, the kids are like well actually the kids don't see him find it but the book ends with the two bullies finding the camera and they're just yeah. like eh, the end and hopefully like, evidently they're going to die because nobody's saying yeah. anything yeah, but there's I, no maybe twist. that's the tw- I don't I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, <clears throat> the the writing for its time was very uh, original. It did have suspense. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, that's another thing is that man, the the writing style on this kind of holds up. Like it's really not that bad. Like as as far as the actual prose, yeah, of you, it, you, you know? have to like it's it's the, one the of the way the books are written. The way the books are written, it it makes it to where it's. It's actually surprisingly easy to read as an adult. Now, that does not mean that I'm stacking it, but we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, like I said, the the books themselves, like the at times when I first started reading them, the they're like two sentence paragraphs and like just you know conversational styles to it that took me a second to get you know to get oh okay this is just how he writes. But after you get used to it, it you know it kind of flows. Yeah, and it works okay. 
Now, I read uh, The I Haunted Mask and One Day at Horrorland, and both of those were just rife with those forced twists that you're talking about. I, I it's, it's really, it, it, this book, it, it was, it, it was tough for me. Not, Which book? Um, not to read, but The House of the Dead. Okay. Or Dead House, I think. I, it was, it's, whatever. Anyway. Uh, welcome to Dead House. That's actually number one. Yeah, I read the first one, and um, I... I spent more of my time reading the book, wanting to get to the end. Like yeah. I, I remember there were parts where I'm reading this book and I'm like, "What else could I be doing yeah. with my time?" And if it's I had, a, a, it's kind of a chore. I'll if, give you that. If I had a pen and paper, I would have a, a, a funny, witty list of things that I would rather do with my time yeah. than read Goosebumps, <laughs> like Goosebumps, which yeah. it's just just weird. Actually, um, now you mentioned this on break, uh, the the parody version, Goofumps. Yeah, Goof I actually kind of do want to go back and read that. I want to read Goofumps. <laughs> um, it was very much a chore for me to go back and read this. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I'll go ahead and, and so do yeah. So so go on and you know we'll we'll go around the table and and give us the how it stacks. It's so a, JD, what's your vote? He's doing the Johnny Carson uh, impersonation yeah, yeah. here. By the way, I've got he's holding the book to his forehead. I'm I'm really really torn on this. Most of the, most topics that we've covered, I, it's definitive. Yeah. it's either I like I, it stacks or it yeah. doesn't stack. This this has taken me a lot of time because I'm trying to think of it like this. Do I should I try and read it as if I'm if I'm a young kid again, or should I try and do it like we've done everything else, where yeah. it's like, hey, I'm I'm trying to go back and relive those memories and and yeah. and and stack the show as as it does it hold the test of time, right? But it's not it's everything that I think that we've done up until this point has been adult and kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This was this geared is very specifically much, to the the preteen. Right. And, and 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 under that banner, in that banner alone, this does not stack for me. Right. As an adult. As an adult. Not, not going back and thinking about it as a kid. Right. Now, if I go back and think of it as a kid, I could see how this, you know, is 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 pretty cool. Like what you're, yeah. you, the second portion of what you're saying is basically if you handed this to a, a, a 10, 12-year-old, now. you would expect them now to still be able to enjoy that book. I, Are you saying that? I actually thought about giving one of these to I, my, I, one of my little cousons and seeing what they thought I, about it. I but say that, but literally, you know how hard it is to get a fucking ten year old to right. read a book these and days. And that's the thing. It's like I say that, <laughs> and as the words leave my mouth, all I think about is Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, YouTube, yeah. all of the shit that we have out there from iPads and things like that. And hell, Harry Potter, Twilight, the the uh, Aragorn, the the dragons. You mentioned you, those last three, and they're all books. I mean, they became <laughs> other properties, but they started yeah. as books. So. Uh, I, you so. know what? Yeah. So I so I guess if I could warp myself back into a ten year old form, or if I could hand this to a ten year old, I think they would get just as much enjoyment out of it. I out of out of it now as our generation did. My fear is the jaded part of it, to where our culture now looks for twists and turns. Yeah. As so it wouldn't back have the then. same effect. I don't think it had the same effect, but I still think it would be an entertaining read. Yeah. Right. Fair because point. back in the day. We didn't have the 24s and all that shit that yeah. we like jaded me. So yeah, uh, as an adult, as 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 you know, JD co-host of How It Stacks, Goosebumps does not stack. As, yeah. as do I think that if I was a kid again, I think it would. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you know, as as an adult, because that's the way we have to do this. Yep. Yeah. As an adult, JD's vote is no. Uh, mine. I'm because uh, we're gonna let you wrap it up. 
Uh, Bulldog. Um, actually, you know what? No, we let you wrap up last week, didn't we? Nah, fuck it. He's like, uh, no, no, we let you wrap up Final Fantasy VII. It doesn't matter. Uh, for me, this was this was like my Voltron moment, where there was this this prized intellectual property that I loved as a kid. I worshipped these books as a kid, and I feel like my childhood has been raped. It does not stack. <laughs> Does not stack. So um, you were you were building up the suspense, kind of like the book, and then you were yeah. like, nah, no, just no. got to it. Exactly. Drop the mic, walk exactly. away. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now I, uh, I I feel like uh, R. L. Stein raped my eye holes. Really? Like um, I, I didn't get that much. Like well, it's and and like I said, you know, I I really wish that I had you know uh, the opinion of someone who was in who was age appropriate for these books. Yeah, I mean that's I would love uh, to. Like I said, the writing style of them is is okay. Like they're tolerable, but you know, if you know, if we followed the trend we did in the last couple of episodes and put it on a one to ten scale, it wouldn't be above a five. Uh, as as far as the dude, if yeah, there's there's no way I could give this a stacking number. Even if, yeah. if if I were to pass it with the stack, it wouldn't be a one. Yeah. I mean, that's just a net says uh, right could, there. You know, if if it comes down to a number, I could give it maybe a three. And see, you that's know. just it, it. Just it to me, it doesn't stack, plain and simple. Yeah, it just does not. And then, as as an adult, and again, it's not written for adults, but yeah, the, just the the letdown from the the hero worship I had for this author when I was a kid, the letdown from going from that to now, and I've actually heard he has written a book geared toward adults. And I would I, I would read that. Yeah, I would absolutely some like some of to his read first that. were actually uh, cold chills. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's so dumb. Well, so, you have goosebumps and cold chills. That's that's so dumb. Fucking thing. Duck pimples. Duck no, pimples. Some of his first books. Goose that we, I think we we're talking about it on the break, so yeah. we'll have to recap slightly. But we were trying to figure out when. The publishing was switched over to Scholastic, and uh, to be honest, we didn't find an answer. If you know or find, you feel like doing the research, feel free to shoot us a tweet or an email. Yeah, because we can't find because that we shit. can't find exactly <laughs> when Scholastic took over publishing. Anyway, yeah. regardless, um, his publishing company started in '89, and I yeah. believe th- the way it reads, it looks like he used to write just generic horror movie horror. Well, novels. he wrote for a lot of magazines and stuff like that, but they weren't geared toward kids until Goosebumps. Yeah. So, it, I mean, I, I haven't read any of the original stuff, but I'm yeah. tempted to go back because I do like his writing style. Right. I just, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the actual Goosebumps books now. I, I'm, I'm in a weird spot because evidently I got the golden. Booklet. Yeah, you found the golden goose, the I holy found grail, the best book for an adult to read of the Goosebumps series. Evidently, yeah. so if you are curious and never somehow read these books, go back and read "Say Cheese and Die." Now, the <laughs> thing I will say: the storyline. The only thing that this sounds so sadistic, but the only thing that disappoints <laughs> is people don't actually die. Yeah, yeah, no, like, nobody dies. No in one books. dies. So it, it that's the only thing that that as an adult I'm kind of like, okay, people die. Like it, it yeah. happens. Yeah. Oh, I take that back. You know what? Somebody does die. The creator of the camera dies. Really? He actually dies. See, neither, of the, neither of the books I read had any deaths. They, they they lead you on to make you think somebody died. The, the cre- but... this is the, oh, my gosh. We should do an after show. Um, <laughs> we, okay. Keep listening if you want to hear me ramble on about this. We'll do an after show. Um, past the credits or whatever you want to call them. The yeah. outro. Yeah. Anyway, um, it doesn't stack technically, but it's like a four. Like, I... Yeah. I enjoyed rereading like the it book. Almost stacks. It, if they could, 
if they could gear it a little more, little bit more towards adults. It, like, yeah, it, it, like it, almost it comes like so close. Like, uh, like if uh, you know, it maybe if you read the Fear Street ones, because those are geared right. for just a couple of years old. Something like teenage years, maybe. Yeah, but preteens where they're like people can't. I mean, sorry, normal everyday people can't die because the person who died in this book at least was the creator of the evil camera that made other people puts other yeah. people in danger. So the the bad guy died essentially, which isn't that bad in a book. Anyway, and um, actually R.L. Stein explained the success of his books by by their absence of drugs, depravity and violence. Like, you know, that's one of the reasons he thinks that the that the Goosebump series in in general is so well received. Especially that okay, during that time that makes complete sense because yeah. at least I can speak to my childhood. I was the geeky nerd kid that got picked on. So yeah. I I would love it if I, I there think, was a world I think, where I think you're among friends yeah, here at the so, table. Yeah. So. I just I was going to speak for myself. Uh, we were all there, but it, <laughs> I would maybe that's why. Man, I've that, never been stuffed into a locker, but I feel I like we've shared big. some experiences. I, 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 was I too will big. be. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really get picked on until like uh, high school, and the reason was is because like I was. You know, the football player had the parties at my house. Yeah. That kid until like high school when my when everything started going down, I, we started moving around a lot, and then it became picked on. And you were the new kid. Yeah, yeah. I had music to turn to at that point. Yeah. So right. when we start covering artists, I'll have a, a ton oh, of yeah. input. So yeah. So I, it, I would say if I had to give it a number, it'd be four. I mean, it's yeah. really close, and there's just a little bit that would bump it over, but it it still doesn't technically stack. I I'm gonna go back and read at least one of the other books because yeah. of the obvious things we talked about, where I didn't get what you guys yeah. got out of. Five books, I got the one that doesn't do everything you guys had problems yeah. with. So yeah. I want to go back and read one just to get perspective. Yeah. Uh, but at this point, with my one book, I would say a four. Yeah. See, and, and I'm close to you on it. I still don't think it stacks just because, again, they're not written for our age group. But, you know, I... it's just it's just a little below the line. Like, you know, I, like, I gave it a three. Yeah, but... I, I wanted to like it so much. Like I wanted to, I wanted to be able to come on here and say, "You guys, Goosebumps is still the shit. Go out and buy all the books and read them. You can, you know, you can go through an entire book in a deuce." But you know, uh, <laughs> that should be their tagline. <laughs> I actually, for some listen, this is a selling point. I find it funny that we're measuring time now in deuces. Yeah, it's like, like Han Solo. How long did it take you to read that book? <laughs> eh, about two deuces. It's yeah. like Han Solo measuring shit in parsecs. Yeah. <laughs> How it stacks doesn't in deuces. I'm telling you. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I've got uh, so I, I you know I gave it a, a a no, but you know technically twist my arm, I'd give it a three. You know. Same thing with uh, same thing with Bulldog. You know, he he said four, and uh, you said no, and and just didn't even give a number. Give he was a like, number. I wouldn't even give it a one. Yeah, I just I wouldn't, dude. I mean, like, well, that, I think what makes our show great is is the, the ability to go back as adults and read it, dude. It doesn't stack. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm right there with you. It doesn't. Hell yeah. So that concludes this installment of how it stacks. I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed listening. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter. At how it stacks. Yep, we also um, got uh, how it stacks at gmail.com. That means if you guys to email us on the shit that we missed, hit us up there, or you can find us on Google Plus. We also have the how it stacks Facebook fan page, so give us a like. And all oh, yeah. I was going to be offensive, but I decided to stop <laughs> at the end of that. But it's the give, preteen episode. Try, we ought to we ought to tone and, it and down. Try, and try not to give too many likes because you know alcohol poisoning. Yeah, right. Uh, um, but yeah, and, obviously we're we're socially network connected. I've got a Twitter. Uh, it's uh, twitter.com slash the Depew. 
Bulldog has one. Twitter.com slash Budlow, B-U-D-L-O-W. You have to, yeah, that's been your oh, name yeah. forever. And I am stuck in the 20th century, so if you'd like to get in touch with Gabe, you can his, write him a letter. His address is <laughs> 123 Mayberry Lane. Yeah, you can write 13, Gabe. 13 can, Mockingbird Lane. You can write Gabe a letter, or it's can 13 with the black string. <laughs> <laughs> You can just you can just hit us up at uh, at how it stacks on Twitter, and I'll I'll work on checking that page. You can send him a carrier pigeon. <laughs> All right, guys. Anyways, thanks so much for listening. My name is Willis. I'm JD, and this is how it stacks.
Because honestly, I I don't know how I don't I had to, I enjoyed reading it. Like yeah. I, I had to sit down like four times to read it because I read it in like. Are you still recording? Yeah. Good. Oh, I, okay. I record. I, I recorded. I read it in in like in quarters essentially. It wasn't exactly. But it it I, took me two hours to finish one of them. That's three. probably about. I probably I spent two and a half. I can knock it out in about an hour and a half, two yeah. hours. Well, I probably like spent that. about two and a half, but it was just I, I don't know. Things came up, or I was trying to read it in bed, which is never a good idea. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I lay mm. down, I go to sleep. It doesn't matter. Did you hate that? Uh, sometimes. Most of the time, it's really great. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so I like okay. Literally, there's. I think there's six pictures that are taken, and you have the initial picture where he takes a picture of his friend while they when they discover the camera, and they take a picture. They're in a basement, and the guy's standing on the stairwell, like posing. But they develop the picture, and the guy's falling, and he, you know he falls and he hurts he hurts his ankle or something dumb, and they're like, oh that's weird. I guess I took the picture later than I thought it did. Hmm, weird. And then the next one, he gets home, and his dad had bought a brand new car, and he takes a picture of it, and it's totaled. Like it's he take a picture, brand new car in the driveway. He looks at the Polaroid because it's a Polaroid camera essentially, yeah. and it's totaled. And he's like, uh, okay, that's weird. I guess not telling my parents about this weird camera that takes pictures of the future and it's never good. Yeah. Uh, so he hides it, and then you know a couple of pictures, a couple other pictures happen. One of the ones I mentioned earlier is the girl. Like one of his best friends is a girl. He takes a picture at her birthday party, and she's not in the picture. And she's like, oh, that's weird. You can't even take a picture of me. He's like, no, look, the, the tree we're leaning against is in the picture. You're just not there. And like 15 minutes later, she disappears. The police get called. They never finish the cake. Like nothing, like nothing happened at that party, and she's gone for like four days. And he eventually he gets frustrated because he's scared somebody's going to find the camper, and he like tears the paper, and she ends up appearing in his front yard, like just out of nowhere. And yeah. they're like, hey, where did you – maybe not his yard, maybe maybe her yard. but Something like that. She, she just reappears, and she has no memory of what happened. Like there's nothing. It's just been like four or five days. And then the only person that died we mentioned is the guy who created the camera. Basically, they go back to put it back because they don't want anything else bad to happen. Yeah. So they're trying to put it back in the secret hiding place. And they go to put it back. The creepy guy that invented it, they, they find out after the fact, uh, finds them. And they he, he – he does the M Night Shyamalan or the the traditional evil person thing where he explains everything. Yeah. So he explains, hey, I I was an evil creator. Uh, me and my partner created this camera, but then I found out I actually was the nicer of the two people. The, my my partner was the really evil person, and he created like this weird curse on the camera. And whenever you take a picture, something bad happens. And they were fighting over the camera. It took a picture of him. They freaked out and left, and he had a heart attack. Okay. And he's dead. So, they, they, you know, they're like, well, I don't know if he died of fright or what, but he's like, he died. The, the paramedics got called. Yeah. There's no question whether he died or not. It is yeah. literally, person died. Yeah. Um, and then the end of the book is the two bully, bullies who had um, messed with them in the park earlier in the book go into the house. They find the camera in, discover it, and the book ends with, you know, Joey and Bob found the camera and – yeah. Basically, one of them pulls it up and says, "Say cheese," and that's the yeah. end of the book. So, yeah. it, and it and that's it wasn't, see, that's the thing is that that is the kind of twist that we're talking about because, like, uh, how is uh, that? I don't see haunted the... haunted mask had the same kind of thing. Like, uh, it was about a uh, this girl who's uh, who's you know just constantly pissed scared of everything, and uh, she goes to a Halloween store and finds this back room with these just grotesque, horrible masks. And, you know, she goes out, scares the shit out of a bunch of people with this mask and finds out she can't take it off. Okay. And uh, toward the end of the book, you know, she eventually finds a way to take the thing off. And the last, you know, the last line in the book is, hang on, I'll pull it up real quick. Uh, the last line in the book is, uh, 
you know, she gets the mask off and, you know, you know, she had just seen her little brother and her mom. And she's like starting to explain the story to her mom in the last paragraph. And then, you know, her brother walks into the room and says, hey, Carly Beth, look at me. How do I look in your mask? You okay. know, because the, there's a there's a catch to it where, you know, once it's taken off of someone, the next time it's put on, it can't be taken off again. Okay. So there's right. when you, that's, when you that's the twist. kind of twist. Okay. That's the kind of twist we're talking. See, about. I was expecting that something like that where it's you you're expecting one thing, but yeah. you you end up with something else. Yeah. And that's that's not what I expected when you said twist. I guess, but yeah, it, it's still I don't know. It didn't. I don't. It didn't even resolve anything. I guess I guess they don't in the monster. They, yeah, thing, they so. they leave it they leave it unresolved. Okay. I think the biggest the thing that impressed me the most and it, it's, it's because, not so much a twist as it is a cliffhanger. Put it that way. Right. Okay. Yeah. A cliffhanger is probably a better term. His was actually a twist, though, with the monster thing. It's like, yeah. hey, she's actually a monster, too, and now her parents are hunting this guy, so that's the twist. Her parents are yeah. actually the bigger monsters. <laughs> the, the 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 twist in The the Girl Who Cried Monster was... As a matter of fact, that was the one episode of the TV show yeah, I watched. That, that, the whole thing is, is the whole time you're like, oh, my God, this guy's yeah. a monster, and nobody believes her because she's the girl who cried wolf. Right. Yeah. And then, I and think th- if I ever did see the show, it was that episode. And then, like, it Because comes... that, was, that was episode one. And was it, it? Okay. It, it comes to the end of the book, and they're like, hey, what's for dinner? And the parents turn to the guy, and like, you are. And they're like, fangs come out. They turn to yeah. these serpent-style nice. heads, and then they go after to eat the guy. And then, like, you, you like... And, you can watch the show and see the girl's expression, and she's horrified. And then you can read the book; and you get the same impression. However, it's because she's she's horrified because like, people are gonna find out. We just we just killed this dude, and they're like, "No, nah, don't worry, your your fangs will be in soon." And nice. that's the whole yeah, like that's you. the goosebumps that okay. I know is the is the is the the random twist. I think part of the reason I probably enjoyed this more than I expected, and still gave and gave it a four, is because like we talked about briefly, is I was expecting a different ending. Because yeah. I, I I literally think it was I, I talked about my I talked to my wife about it I think I was expecting the ending from some Are you afraid of the dark thing Which by the way actually uh, episode thirteen of uh, of the only season that's on Netflix is Say Cheese and Die Oh I'm going that's to watch that's what they ended the uh, that's what I'm they gonna, ended this season with I am going but to watch that the first episode is the girl who cried monster yep. I might go watch that tonight and yeah and I will say I judging might go by watch it tonight. judging by what you guys have said they are really, really faithful to the books when they made these TV well, shows. Well, here's Good. the thing, dude. This is, it's a well, hundred, hundred, I mean, like a decent script yeah. for a 30-minute show is about and, like that. Yeah. And the the flip side is there aren't weird, at least in this one, there aren't weird scenes that are, that's like Lord of the Rings in, when he's fighting the uh, the spider in the caverns where it's literally dark for like, I don't know, eight hours. Like, yeah. what, you know, what, all the stuff where he's traveling through, you don't have to adapt that, do weird things. It's, yeah. It's all... It's not happy-go-lucky, but it's all out yeah. and open, and it's dialogue. It's not something yeah. you have to convert. It actually they make for good. Yeah, they make for good transitions to TV shows, which is uh, such so a shame that. that the show sucks so much. It was also made in the. Ni- I mean, there wasn't <laughs> yeah. a whole lot that was. It was ninety-five. You know, there wasn't a whole lot that was made. I mean, we talked about X Men, yes, and, and we all yeah. we all turned out liking it, but not. Man, I don't. I don't know. Like, there, it's there's so very few things from then that are great. Yeah, that weren't something. Well, I don't know. I haven't even watched Hey Dude, but anyway, yeah. 
we can wrap up the after show now. But yeah. that's Sage Jesus and Die. If you want to read a book, read it. Read that one. If you want to read a Goosebumps, I would say that one because evidently the Haunted Mask is really good too, and they they reference it a lot on the Wikipedia page as as one of the one of the more popular books in the series. I that's Sage Jesus and Die is probably the one that I remember the most. I yeah. I vaguely remember the girl who uh, cried monster, yeah, I, and I, I don't know if that's because I watched the show and remember it or if I read the book. Yeah, I I couldn't tell you. I I, I have to be just a total dick and just ask this question. Do you think that you like this book more because you're a photographer and you have that background? <laughs> uh, or, or do you think it just, it truly like, no, I, honestly, I think the reason I think I liked it the most is honestly, because I was expecting a different ending and it, it, it twisted and it wasn't yeah. that. And it, it wasn't because it twisted. It was my memories were not right. And it yeah. was, I went into it expecting one thing and truly did get something completely different. And it yeah. was, it was a, it was the perfect twist because it wasn't even intended. It was something yeah. I did to myself, which I don't know if that so speaks you, more to me. You yeah. very much had the X-Men mentality where we went into it like, oh, fuck. And then you're literally like, oh, yeah, I was wow. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not – like, I literally – until we talked about it on the show, I didn't want to go back and read any other books. I was like, yeah, yeah it was decent and it was – whatever. It was – it's written for a preteen. But now that we've spent like an hour, but now that you guys are like, dude, there are it. so many stupid things. I'm like, really? Because I didn't, yeah, I didn't catch that reading this particular book. It's like I, it's I like the people. It's like the people who heard us talk shit about Escape from L.A. and like, damn, I kind of want to go watch that. Now. Yeah, yeah we snake we go back and watch it, and you're like. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> I've had so many people go, the way y'all talk about it makes me want to watch it. And I'm like, don't. Yeah. Don't do it. Like, no. Don't look at the light. Yeah, I exactly. can't help it. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, we, hey. can, we can probably wrap up the after show. Anyway, yeah. those of you guys who have stuck around, thanks for listening. Not really this, has sure been, uh, this has been the Bulldog extension on How It Stacks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I, I learned a lot about, you know, other articles on the web while you were talking. That's fine. Whatever. This wasn't for you anyway. Yeah. Uh, Fuck out. Hate you, JD. You've actually been <laughs> muted the whole time. Oh, no, not really. It's like the story of my life. <laughs> um, no, uh, but but uh, you made a lot of valid points, dude. I, and what's funny is is we talked about we're like. Really? That, if if you had a camera on Willis and I, both of our faces were like scratching our beard. Like we're actually like I want to go back home and, and and like I hope the missus is asleep so I can sit in the living room and yeah. watch this episode. Yeah. And then I want to read that book because it. I, I I really did, and not as an adult, but I like trying to read it with the mentality that it's written for a preteen. I enjoyed reading it. Yeah, like, it yeah. was it was a good story for a preteen. I actually enjoyed it, and it, I didn't have any. Um, what's the I didn't I didn't have any epiphanies. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't like I didn't have any extreme dislike towards any yeah. part of it, other than I mean, it, it's written for yeah. preteen. I mean, it other wasn't. Yeah, you, know, you didn't hate it. It was just it, it, you had you gave it a resounding meh. Yeah, I mean, it, for an adult, <laughs> I was like, huh. Well, that was that wasn't really a waste of two hours. I probably well, like I said, I probably was, should have been more productive. It, but was, it was tolerable. Yeah, it was so. tolerable. Anyway, anyway. This, this has been How It Stacks After Show. Oh, yeah. Say cheese and die. <laughs>